Welcome back, everybody, to Tales of Invendar, Envoys of the Void. Where we last left off their party, they were visited by a mysterious goblin guy. Yeah, old and crotchety bastard, too. And uh, he conjured up some sort of fireplace. His hair was, like, noticeably getting grayer the more stuff he decided he wanted to do. And, um, yeah, they were setting down for the night and getting some rest as a knob kind of wandered off with his newly gained goodies. Let's uh, meet with the party as they're waking up in the morning. Co, you wake up nice and early. Yeah, mm. uh, that was a weird dream. Opens his eyes. Where are we? Just like Locke's eyes with the fireplace. Ah, uh, hell. <laughs> On top of the fireplace, you see three pixies sleeping. Mm. <clears throat> Sits up. <sighs> Anyone look like they're still on watch? You see Boyd still keeping a lookout. <clears throat> and uh, make me a wisdom save. I called it. I called it. Let's meet with the party, he says. Six. Let's see how everyone's doing, he says. <laughs> yep. And you hear, hungry. Need blood. Looks around. And you see this faint outline of some sort of, like, black-winged small creature as it fades away from view. Uh, Boyd, did you hear that? It was probably just a dream, friend. Um, oh, that's odd, I think. You want me to roll a perception to see if I actually did hear it? No, you wouldn't have heard it at all. Okay. I Well, it was probably just a dream, friend. I believe if you need more rest... Let us take it up with the group. Yes, Penanos. Right. Okay. Scratches the back of his head. Sits back down, I guess. But, wait. For good measure, what did you hear? Uh, something's hungry. Your stomach? Not me. (laughs) Not you. Well, um, I don't like the sound of that. Aelin and friends, are we all bright and chipper? And Risa kind of like leans over the fireplace and she's like, I'm awake. I've been keeping watch with you. Well, aren't you just astute? <sighs> I think the lady's still sleeping. I agree. Let her let her get her beauty rest. Ignan, wake up! Ignan's gonna kind of roll over and be like of course, a pixie gets a beauty rest. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's more of a compliment. Like, you need no more. And she's like, sure. Pulls herself up and it's like, sucks to hobble over to you. Wouldn't do you any good either with one leg. <sighs> you can't rest off a missing limb. Wish I could. Remember, there is much you can still do. I, I will figure this out for you. The trees rustle a bit as uh, Orpho drops down. Everybody awake? We good to go? I, I do believe. Um, I wish to try something before the others wake up. Sure. Um, he's going to hold Ignan's hand and hold the tree that's nearby us. And he's going to try to do a altered method of what he's done to heal the pixies. To try to heal her. Trying to pull uh, energy from this tree. Okay. Make me an arcana check. A disadvantage. A 21 and a 16, so 16. Okay. And blam! 
the tree comes <laughs> like rots away and falls <laughs> to the ground and you feel this huge surge of energy kind of like jolt through you like electricity a bunch of the pixie wings on the cloak seem to like deteriorate and fade away and ignan's leg grows back and she just stares at her naked leg shocked Boyd's jaw is just gaping right now like he didn't expect that to work he's just like standing there like slack jawed i'm definitely gonna say aelin woke up to that aelin you wake up to a huge surge of magic she's gonna flop back down and just oh this feels so good as you see all of the other pixies come fluttering over to you hello friends um don't mind me i'm just practicing some magic um yes it it was wonderful boy's gonna look to ignan are you sturdy are you secure she tests it out a bit walks around and she's like yeah yeah it, it feels good then i believe we've had a success she nods. <sighs> that's that's really cool. Shall we go over another one of Otis's te- teachings then? <sighs> yes. Do your best to defend the defenseless. Life has a strange comical sense of adjusting roles. Tend to those less fortunate, clothe the naked, feed the hungry, and teach the ignorant. Today we have taught the uh, healed, healed, um, healed those who seek. I fixed your leg. And he just kind of like shakes his head and <laughs> looks at how torn up the robe is and tries to add some patching to it because apparently I need like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, it looks pretty ragged now, especially gonna, after what you just did. Yeah, I'm going to add cloth to the patchy spots to keep it holding together. You would notice, though, that all of the pixies seem to have their wings back. That's dark, Jeremy. That's dark that you just said that. You could always renew it, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's not necessarily what what I meant. (laughs) But that is fair. Boyd will look at them. Boyd will look at all the pixies. Friends, do you wish to continue having me as a source of your magic? They all nod. And I believe they will require some sacrifice on both of our fronts. They look at each other. Well, okay. What do we need to do? <laughs> Aelin, you're please, awake for this. Please observe the robes. As you can see, there are portions of it missing now. The wings that made up its entirety have gone missing through the use of it. I, I could not willingly and easily ask you to sacrifice your wings. But if you are willing, I am an equal partner in this, and I will sacrifice my help to keep you alive continue keeping you alive. There are looks of horror on all of the Pixies' faces. Including my court. Yep. As I said, I do not do this willingly. I am offering this as an option for the only way to continue using this as a source of healing for each of you is through the connecting source via your wings. Um... Can can we think about it? Always. I am not a dictator. I do not wish to rule over decisions and make decisions that cannot be questioned. I am not infallible. Um, well, in fact, I've made quite a few terrible decisions. They all kind of nod, kind of like somewhat understanding. 
Maybe we just try not to make a habit of needing a new leg. You are right. Ignin, stop losing limbs. And he just gives her, like, a, a snide smile. And she's like, of course, my lord, I will never lose a limb again. Does, like, a really horrible bow. Reese is going to kind of lean over the fireplace and just be like, I wonder what happens if we put one of those blue potatoes in here. So you're all seeing that, too, still. Mm-hmm. It's warm. We've been sleeping on top of it. Uh... Co. Hmm. It wasn't a dream. You're awake. You were awake before, too. I'm getting mixed signals here. Yeah, the filthy little green thing put the lady in his mouth. And Weiss was like, I was gonna smite him. Cracks uh, his please, knuckles. Please don't remind me. Excuse me, did I hear somebody suggest putting one of the magical potatoes into the fireplace? And Reese is like, mm-hmm. I was talking with Weiss about it, and we were wondering if it would do the same thing, come out with a very large meal that's magical. Boyt, being the thought-out individual he is, is going to cut an eighth out of the potato with his little knife. I okay. we should use it sparingly. And he chucks the eighth into the fireplace. And a baked potato comes out. Did the product come out as it went in? Is it still magical? They're going to attempt to eat it, and they're just like, and Reese is going to drop and be like, no. Well, that's a shame. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Anyways, and she's going to go around and divvy out the last pieces that she has to Aelin, the Earth Pixie, and Weiss, Avor, herself, and Aimee. Hmm. They all eat their piece of potato. Aimee kind of like looks at it dumbfounded, and she's like, it, it actually worked then. I, I didn't think it would work. Does that mean you know where we can get more? You don't want to know that answer? More what exactly? Of those potatoes. We learned that I can quite easily make them. Can you? Her like eyes per like perk up and she's like, really? Uh, okay. Um, please do me a favor. And he's like, okay. And she's like, hold my mouth shut. Kind of like holds her mouth shut and she reaches back underneath her robes and you hear a ripping sound. She's going to hold out two bloody wings. And she screams into Weiss's hand, calms herself down, and holds them out to you. Boit <laughs> I mean, I mean, if it works. <sighs> but there's no guarantee that just sewing wings onto a cloak is going to make it magical. You don't sew the wings onto the cloak. <sighs> you grind them up, and you... You put it onto the cloak, and it, it the wings appear on it. Trust me, I've done it a few times. Boyt wipes off his face and like <laughs> tries to collect himself. Like, I, I, I do not believe that this is stable functioning. Um, what is wrong with you? I'm, I'm an advocate for knowledge. Then... I want, I want to know if it works, and if it does work, then they'll they'll grow back. I am so sorry. He goes to the tree, the tree stump that's there now, because that's the best mortar and pestle they've got. Oh, she pulls one out. She has a small one. Oh and my she, goodness. And she's like, okay, this will only take a bit. And she starts grinding it up. I look at the pixies that are in my court. They are terrified of her. <laughs> so is Whis and Risa and Avor just looking at her disgusted. My friends understand that these are possible measures to make our union functional. 
it's a way to to put magic back in the world slowly, but it works. We, we tested it. Voight waits with the cloak. She eventually comes over with like this paste, and she just starts like smearing it on the cloak. And after a minute, you see two wings appear on it. Oh, okay. That's uh, that should do it. Oh, that should give you a, a little bit. Voight looks around. Then I shall do my part and return the favor. All He's right. going. I, I think I wasn't clear. We're going to have to expand this idea. Maybe if we could just focus on not losing limbs or any appendages at all. I feel like that would be ideal. I do understand, friend, but as Aimee has just shown us, the wings are quite vital to this utility. Mm-hmm. Cloak made out of dried or silk with pixie wings grants the, wheel- the wielder the ability to draw on the magic from the pixie wings and use it. Boyd looks around, grabs three potatoes out, and looks at the pixies. I hope this will work. He's going to try to make the potatoes magical as well as heal Ivy a little bit. Roll me an arcana check at disadvantage. It's a 15. Okay. A 15 and a 15. (laughs) One of the potatoes glows blue. Does Aimee get healed at all or no? Nope. I believe the cloak may be a bit damaged and not entirely functional. But we do have a net gain here of one more glowing blue potato. (laughs) I never thought I would see the day where I'm talking about glowing blue potatoes and pixies ripping off their own wings. All for science and mine can't carry me anyway so I always walk. Why can we not carry you? They're they're too small to carry me. I'm fat. You are not fat, Aimee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she's just like, oh. I, I just wasn't ready for it. <laughs> she's like, of, of course, my lady, I'm, I'm not fat. I'm just, I just have small some, wings. <laughs> some pixies have different size shaped wings. Mine changed whenever I became queen. Okay. We should, uh, we should get going. I, I'm going to rest. And she kind of like clambers, like walks over to Ko and is like, mm-hmm. can you put me in a pocket? I holds a hand down. She climbs onto it shakily. I imagine her walking over to Ko and like the uppy uppy arms like kids give. <laughs> right. Well, we're planning on moving on. Ko walks over to the fireplace. Holds a hand out, at least for Weiss. He jumps down onto it. I, on the other hand, don't have wings. Not all fairies and pixies have wings. Why don't you have wings? Because I'm not one of the pixies that has wings. Is there a hierarchy? Um, no, no it's more like a difference in seasons oh. and elements. I'm I half see. Earth, so most Earth pixies don't have uh, wings that can carry them. He He's... looks to the beetle friend. Can he fly? No. I see. I can dig. You can dig? How wonderful. How quickly can you dig? He burrows under the ground rather quickly. Comes up a few seconds later. Pretty fast. That that will be quite useful. Thank you so much for showing me. He turns to Aelin. He's like, my lady, we should, I agree, we should be going. I get a bad feeling about staying here. The ground trembles. And we should move on, friends. 
to the right. dwarves, then? I, I believe the elves first. If we gain their favor, I believe we can move onward and continue. Okay, then. Then we'll proceed to the heavy forest that I suggested before. I agree, yes. We still want to try to stop at that river along the way. Do we need it? We are well fed. It's not that I wouldn't appreciate fresh fish. And we would go, I'd like to see what happens to a fish that goes in the fireplace. We'd have to come back for that, wouldn't we? Um, you, um, Earth Beetle, uh, did you happen to pick up anything else in that bag of yours? Kind of scrounges through it, pulls out some, like, salted meats and cheeses and other things. And he's like, cool, throw them in the fire. For science! Please. Boyd is also going to look at the Earth Fairy and just, like, amazed. He's going to walk up to him. Do we think we can lift this fireplace? Mm, I can try. Go, um, go. Could you assist him? I, I will too, of course. Uh, like, just to see if we can, or are you actually thinking about trying to drag this whole thing with us? If we can bring it to the river, the stream, I believe we might have something of use for all of us. Looks at the chimney. All right. We're not in a rush. Um, yeah, the earth fairy kind of like burrows underneath it for a second, and you hear like a cr like crinkling sound as the chimney starts to slide along the ground really slowly. And would you look at that? wonder if that's hot. Very. Voight looks to Ignan. Do you believe that's hot, Ignan? Ignan's just like, I'm not going to help you carry that. That seems like a problem. And Orpho goes, I agree, I think it would slow us down. Do we wish to take it with us? Beetle comes out from underneath it and it's like, I can, uh, I can carry it, kinda. I mean, I, I can try to help, but it's, it's gonna take us hours to get where we're going. Boyd takes a couple of sticks and t chucks them in, just to see what'll happen to the sticks. Uh, you throw some sticks in, the fire gets hotter. A little counterproductive for the moment. I, I, it, I, it was only a test. Um, please. He tosses some water in. It gets colder. The flames are barely a flicker. How does that feel? He's gonna go underneath it. He's just like, uh, not so hot, but still heavy. I'll try to help. <laughs> Make me Boy. a strength check. Twelve. <laughs> it, you could move it like, uh, I'd say like ten feet around. Boyd's going to throw in a feather. You throw in a feather. And suddenly the fireplace seems lighter. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, fancy fireplaces. Boyd just in awe again. I did not believe that was actually going to work. <laughs> Orpho and uh, Igner just like, oh, he's at it again. <laughs> just gonna start walking. Just because I have the right answers and you do not does not make me a weirdo. Meh. Yes, Penelos, you tell them. Penelos is gonna crawl into the fireplace. <gasps> Boyd's going to toss in three more feathers for good measure. It's gonna fly away. Stop. <laughs> 
Penelope like curls up into himself, his wings wrap around himself in the fireplace, and he becomes an egg. Penelope? Pen? Boyd's going to, against his better judgment, reach and grab the egg, because that's his buddy. It's warm. You feel a little bit of moving inside of it. I've never witnessed this. Boyd just kind of retreats into himself and starts walking. But you'll start going. And the other feathers don't seem to do much. So with the feather in the fireplace, you can move at 30 feet. But that's including if you're dashing. So it's a strain. And they also have everybody helping that is of size. Yeah, you guys can move just fine. It's very odd. (laughs) If we continue to walk like this after half an hour, she's going to look and see if the thing makes tracks. It's leaving a big, like, scar in the ground. Are we really going to bring it? Orpho's going to start trying to clear it up. Thank you, friend. Um... (laughs) Not very well, but he's doing what he can. I mean, I I sure as hell don't want to keep him with us after the river. The river's already pretty far. I I need... I, I, I must think of something that makes things smaller. What? Uh, cold? Cold things make shrinkage. Um, what else? What else? Does anyone have any bits of a rubber tree? No. It's like, what are you talking about? The, you know back home, the trees that would bend in the, in the wind and never break. The rubber trees. I don't haven't seen any of those here. Interesting. Boyd has no other idea. Um, however, he's going to toss one of the expensive rings into the fireplace. <laughs> you toss in one of the expensive rings, nothing happens. It just stays there. Doesn't come out. Perfect. Boyd looks interesting. Uh, <laughs> he's he's, he's going to go ahead and do a strength check if you're willing. Yep. 18. Yeah, y'all do uh, a good job of toting this thing along. You eventually come up to the riverbed. Ah. <sighs> Co, you hear the uh, the running sound of water. The earth beetle's just like finally crawls out from <laughs> underneath the fireplace. You see like little burn marks on his back, and he's just like, <sighs> "Oh no, I was adding water to cool it down." Oh no, it's still a fire. <laughs> yes, no, I understand. I was just saying, "Oh no." Yeah, maybe we could take a little time. That was exhausting. I agree, friend. Um, perhaps let's just put it down here. Everybody collectively drops it at once. <laughs> and leaves and walks away from it. <laughs> We're all done. <laughs> perhaps this was a bad idea. And Aiken's just like, oh god, water. <laughs> just steps down into the water. <sighs> it's so cold. Dorfo's just kind of carrying the pixies with him. <sighs> right. So, should I try to set something up here, or... Did we carry well, that for nothing? Yes, um, I believe if you and I work the net and collect some fish, the stream uh, is moving in this direction. We could pick them up. Shouldn't be too hard. All right, make me two a survival check with both of you, Ko. You get advantage. Mm-hmm. Divide the complete number by five. That's how many fish you're going to get. 21. Wait. 22. You guys are going to get eight fish. Pretty large, like, meaty fish. Like salmon. Boyd looks at you. This this net worked quite well. It's well made. I'll give you that. 
Boyd's happy that his fishing for a compliment worked and that the pun existed. <laughs> Weird they're coming from that direction. I figured they'd be going downstream. Meh. But you do collect yourself uh, eight big meaty fish. Boyd chucks <laughs> one into the fire. You chuck a fish into the fire and out comes this like gourmet meal with a fish in the center. I believe this is what we were looking for. Uh, I'm not sure how easy it's going to be to carry that if we throw them all in, or how yeah. long it's going to keep. <laughs> Fair point. Aelin, while y'all are sitting here, you're going to hear <whistles> which is y'all's uh, symbol. What direction? Coming from the other side of the river. She's going to immediately leap to her wings, if you will. Mm -hmm. She will uh, kind of give a glance to Risa. And fly off. Risa's gonna follow. Just like, oh my. And she's like, I wonder who it is. And she's like, oh. Right as she stops and looks. And you see uh, Ollivander standing there. Hey, what's up, queen? She immediately just barrels and hugs into him. Gives you a hug. And he's like, yeah, that's what I, that's what I was expecting. So, you guys find anything useful? Well, we found a goblin gun. Goblin god? She's going to grab his hand and lead him over to the group. <laughs> He's going to let you carry him. Yep. He's also one of the types that do not fly. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to see Aelin coming back with a short, like, a very short... If you pictured, like, what a, a human, like, fighter would look like, that's what this uh, this little person looks like. He's got a long spear that's almost the size of him over his shoulder. And he's wearing dark garb with, like, orange hair. And he's like, whoa, you found some big allies. What's up, Alien. guys? Alien, I'm not sure how you expect us to feed all of them. Oh, I got that. I got that covered. Uh, let's see. Hellivore, Tereki, plate. And you see a huge, like, or like a small table for you guys with, like, plates of food appear. And it's all magical. <sighs> what do you... Boy, food's like literally the only thing we don't have a problem with. I was talking about the magical sense, but that is all magical, isn't it? Indeed. I've been traveling around, gathering up anything I could find that's like it. Don't eat all of it, though. That's kind of all I got. So. Well, maybe we have a surprise for you. Really? I'm going to go give him a small piece of the blue potato. He's going to take a bite, and he's like, this stuff is loaded. Takes, <laughs> eats the rest of it, and he's like, oh, that feels good. And you're going to see, like, tattoos appear on him and, like, blood trickle out of some of it. And he's just like, oh, I am rearing to go. I may be able to make these magical edibles, but um, it is at the cost of my well-being. I take it you know this one, then? Oh, uh, yeah. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Ollivander. Queensguard. Right. Name's Ko. Nice to meet you, I guess. Hey, Ko, that's a nice strong name. Put her there, and he puts his hand up for a high five. I'll go close, but I'm gonna stop short if I can. <laughs> Alright, make me a strength save. Because he's gonna clamp down on that high five. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> he's gonna push you back a few steps. Hmm. He's like, huh. Maybe not as strong as I thought. Anyways, Boy nice to meet you. 
Boyt would totally chuckle at this, thinking that Ko was being nice to him, and is going to go, and I am Boyt, and do the same, but, like, go into it. Yeah, make me a strength save. Just lay into it. 14. Excellent. Y'all, y'all are going to clap, and, he, and both of you are going to stop, and he's like, nice, you got some arm strength. I thought he was making jests. You have quite the arm. He's like, well, Queensguard, gotta have quite an arm. Can't pick up rocks and throw them at people without having some kind of strength. I'm a Vander. Yeah, what's up, Queen? Does like a bow? Can can we speak for just a moment? Mm-hmm. She's gonna go off to the oh, side. Yeah, I gotta make my report anyways. Mm-hmm. So y'all are gonna kind of go off to the side, and he's like, so, you found a nice group of people. I see you uh, found Imi. What was she doing? Fucking killing people and Sacrificing kittens. Very close to it. Yeah, it checks. And Avor, too. Killing people. Just to kill people. Avor is no longer part of the court. You can't feel what her, you can you? Closed his eyes? What happened? She died. We don't do necromancy, my lady. That's kind of against the rules. I know. We buried her, and something happened. She rose back up but she was part of the void. <sighs> She's trying to stay in control. I'll keep her in check. Just remind her. That's all you need. She has no emotions, so it's dangerous. She gets carried away. Yeah, got it. Um, Here to make my report. And he stands up and does like a salute. Where's the rest of your party? We got separated. We were attacked by some void pixies. Void pixies is what separated you. They're a lot stronger than you think. What court? Um, I don't know. But uh, they took old Anya. I know she can take care of herself. Been a little worried. And uh, I tried, tried to stop Sierra from going after her. But she doesn't listen to me. Of course. I did find magic, though. You're not going to like this part. You remember where the Winter Court used to be? Yes. The whole place is loaded with it right now. I think it's because the portal didn't activate, so it just kind of scattered to the landscape. I picked every berry and fruit I could find there, uh, keeping me going. Fought a few void pixies, too. Okay, um, with this information, her face is just going to go very dark. I may need you to, to leave, then, at a moment's notice. Yeah, absolutely. Where do you need me to go? My spear is at your command. We met a goblin god. You said that before? Mm-hmm. He gave us information on possibly how to revert the world to its before state. Oh, that's some fucking good news. It's not easy. In exchange for all of his good information, however, I offered up my true name. You did... What? And, like, you see, like, the blood trickle down from his tattoos, and he starts to get angry. Oh, I'm gonna knock you around like I used to when we were kids. <laughs> Instead, Risa, Weiss, and Avor stepped up and gave theirs. Do you know who... Okay, so some goblin has their names. He's not gonna use them, is he? He's going to give their true names to somebody... Like a merchant would. He'll get something out of it. Oh, cool. Actually, not too bad. Not not bad. 
if I'm going to guess, I'd say he's going to sell them to one of the other royalty. My guess is Ackley. If you know where the Winter Court the is. The Winter King. Yes. Yeah, he's still kicking. Uh, actually, we had a long talk. He's old. He's weak. But he's he's still a king. So I showed him the respect I deserved, that he deserved. Uh, he says he's got no intention of starting a court up again. He's actually going to relinquish his title once he fades away or we get this all fixed. Then He wants to give it to his daughter. Is that Aldonia? It is. Oh. Yeah. And Aldonia's gone missing. Yeah, I was kind of on my way trying to find them. Uh, tracking's not my best suit. Do you remember at least how long it's been? A week, almost. How far have you traveled? Quite a ways. Okay, come with us for now. We will find them. Good news is, if the king is going to call them, he's going to call me too. He has my name. I gave it to him in exchange for him allowing me to take the bounties of his forest with me. I left him enough to sustain him for a while, and I took everything else. Okay. We, listen, we, we have an agreement, right? And you trust him? 100%, because I have his name. Her eyes go wide. When I find Aldania, I'm supposed to summon him. Well, are you ready for how um how we get blue potatoes? Don't. If it's going to upset me, don't tell me. I'm already pushing my limit right now. <laughs> okay. Don't ask until we, you're ready. Yeah, we both know that I don't need to start bleeding everywhere. <sighs> yeah, let's get going then. We're going to the elves. Oh, I know where they're at. I've been there recently. Lead us. Yeah, no problem. I can't go back across that river, though. Swimming's not my strong spell. I it will is. carry you if I have to. <laughs> uh, old times? Old times. It's good to see you. You too. Now hey. let's just find the rests and go back Well, home. I know where some of the others are, too. At least uh, I got word from some of them. Okay. So... Apparently, some of us have found some other leads that they're kind of going up on to. Uh, Bruntus says that uh, he found some humans who are able to use magic, and he's investigating. Uh is with him. So I'm not too worried. And uh, Kieran Orens are supposed to be heading to the Water Kingdom because they're thriving, surprisingly. Mm. Many courts are thriving, but that doesn't make them any less dangerous. Yeah, but Aqua's never going to fall to the void. True. You know that. The Earth King I found out about, he's gone. However, there's yeah. a new king. You can speak with the Earth Pixie over there that's traveling with us. There are two Fire yeah. Pixie as well. <clears throat> Be careful around them. They're very mischievous and they have their wings back. Okay, well... You want the bad news now, or should I tell you later? Tell me now. Shore's gone. He died when we were at when we were all attacked. Sierve was very distraught, and I'm pretty sure that that's why she went after Aldania, because she wants revenge more than to save our sister. I don't fault her for it. Okay. But at least that means that the rest of the court's still alive. I haven't heard from Prairie. But she stayed back at the uh, the court. Yes. Well, if for any reason 
we get separated from here on out. You will tell them all to come find me. We're at the end of this, hopefully. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. if I run into any others, if you send me away, I will. Good. Let's let's get you to those elves, though. One more thing. They're nice. They're crazy as hell, but they're nice. One more thing. Be careful, because they're hunt there's pixie hunters out there now. They know what we are. Yeah, I killed a few. Good. Uh, I don't go down on easy, my queen. You know that. <laughs> She's going to um, lead him back to the group. He's going to walk up and he's like, hey, what's up? So it looks like I'm your new guide. Going to take you guys to the elves. He's already been there, he says. Wait. And out of nowhere, we come to a stream and we find the exact thing that we need. It's really more of a river. Ko's, like, crouched in front of the fireplace. <laughs> Boy shoots Ko's, like, daggers. I swear, you are the only one that chooses to correct- Oh, never mind. Everybody chooses to correct me. What are you saying, Ko? Y you want me to turn the heat up on this thing, or are we gonna carry the egg with us when we leave? Goes to, like, poke the egg with a stick. And Boyd looks to the fire fairies. About how hot is it in there, and can you replicate it easily? They look at each other and they're like, yeah, we can do that. Without using magic. <sighs> All of our fire is magic. Yes, but you exist with some heat coming off you, do you not? Yeah, but not that much. That, that, that is what I am asking. All right, then... Elevander's like, ooh, a prismatic dragon egg. That's a catch. These things make great omelets. Boyd stares daggers at him. I will grind you up if you hurt my dragon. I didn't say I was going to hurt him. I was just making a point. They do make pretty good omelets. And where have you found other eggs of my kind? Long time ago. Like, probably before you were born. They were a lot more common back then, but magic dying kills most of dragons anyways. I mean, so why is he in the fire? Pokes it. I am not quite sure, but Penelos is a sentient being. He is open to making his own choices. Free will is his to have. I mean, right. I can hatch him. I do not believe that is what he wishes. Well, I mean, like, not now, but he just needs magic. Prismatic dragons feed off of magic. So taking the egg with us, then? I do believe. Should be fine. It seems he's feeding off the magic of this fireplace anyways. It's starting to crumple. Kind of walks around and inspects it. About how much longer do you think he will be in there? I don't know. How long has he been in there already? Voight looks around for our day's travel. About how long would you say, Jeremy? Six, seven hours. I would say he's been in there since sunrise. Uh, six, seven hours. Uh, give it like an hour. And then the fireplace is going to uh, collapse on top of him. Voight looks around. Shall we leave it for that time then, friends? Now that we have a guide to get us to the elves. We may as well eat the fish. Hmm. I also brought, you know, magical snacks. The other pixies kind of go over to the table he's prepared and start eating. During this hour, Aelin is going to update everybody on what mm -hmm. he just gave, and they're kind of going to say a prayer over Shior. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's going to be normal all day's business. What did he mean, crazy? Oh, I mean, like, those elves are something else. Like, they talk in weird language. Um. They all worship some person dressed up in, like, skulls and garb. Oh. Yeah. That sounds pleasant. 
I mean, they're nice. They're like stupid nice. They give you anything you ask for. Don't even ask questions about it. Uh, uh, didn't stay there for very long, though. So, All right. Should we be concerned? I would stay on your toes. I, I do intend on standing on my own two feet, but yes, I will also be on my toes. I mean, like, be on your guard. Oh, I understand. I'm, I'm being facetious, friend. Oh, I don't get jokes very well. Sorry if I mistake one. You're fine. My life is a joke. Why is that? Every life is important. Yes, yes. As Otis's teachings tell us, every life is important. Otis, like, wait, is Otis still alive? That guy should be dead by now. Many times over, as the stories would tell. Huh, cool. You know who Otis is? Yeah, uh, told you he's in the first prismatic dragon I've ever seen. When, uh, I was out and about, you know, wandering, doing my thing, I ran across a, uh, a real young dragon goes by the name of Otis. First, I thought he was like blue dragon. And then I ran into him again and he was a yellow dragon. That's when I realized that he's prismatic. He kind of like fluctuates and changes colors. But uh, he was real young back then. So if we by chance need, say, some dragon meat, you think you could say hi to Otis with boy ear? Uh, maybe. We could also, like, try to get some off the elves. What do you mean, get some off the elves? Why, Why would the elves have dragon meat? They've got all kinds of stuff. Like, literally, you ask for anything and they pretty much have it. See this spear I got? This is fancy. He kind of, like, puts it over his shoulder. These are concerning. Very. Yeah. I don't know where they're getting all the stuff they got. I don't know. They got a collection of all kinds of things. So, we tr I tried to figure some things out while I was there, but when I started poking and prodding, and I'm not real good at the sneaky type stuff, so I just kind of bluntly ask questions. I get uh, that. <laughs> yeah. They got really upset at me, so I left. Should I make an effort to keep you out of sight if we go back, then? I don't think they were that mad at me. It was more like a, oh, what was the word? That old hag used. She's like, you shouldn't ask questions that you don't want the answer to, little guy. Something like that. I had half the mind to cut her up into pieces, but hospitality deserves hospitality. Every life's important. You know. I agree. Let us avoid cutting anyone into pieces if we do not have to. I have done more than my share of cutting into flesh lately. <laughs> Yes, let's not even get started on what you've been doing, Co. <laughs> so, why do you guys travel? No offense, big guy, but like, why are we traveling with a voidling? Oh. Like, I, I get a, I get a vor, right? That was an accident. But this guy's like reeking of void. Co saved Risa and me. Oh well, then I owe you a debt, good man. Also, he does not smell sure. that bad. Yeah, should I go wash off in the river? I don't want to offend. No, no, no. It's like, um... Void is like anti-magic. Is a good way to think about it. It, like, sucks the life force out of things. You have that smell about you. That, that, that feel. That scent. Huh. 
I've been around enough of it that I can pick it up from a mile away at this point. Right. And everybody make perception checks. Just a reminder that my passive is a 16, but I got a 24. Nice. That's a natty 20. 11. Natural one. Okay. So, Boyt, um, you're going to, like, right after he says this, you're going to, like, hear small droplets of water, and you're going to notice something kind of emerging from the water. Um, Bow's going to come out, and the arrow is going to be trained on whatever just came out of the water. You see two large black bugs come out of the water. And he's like, well, speak of the devils. Kind of, like, gets his spear ready, gets up in the fr- uh, in, fr- in front of Aelin, and then... All right, nasties, let's play. Um, what is this supposed to be? These are voidlings. Bugs that have been infested by the void. And I... they're going to charge. Roll initiatives. Dirty 20. Well, dirty 21. 13 for me. 10. All right, Boyt, you go first. All right. Boyt is going to loose the arrow first at the creature that seems to be the closest. Okay, make me an attack roll. For a 19. That'll hit. Roll me some damage. For a 7 damage. Alright. The arrow kind of like clinks off of it, leaving a little scratch, but not much. Seeing that, he is going to drop said arrow, draw his Naginata, and get in the way of Penelos, and assume his patient defense. Mm-hmm. You're going to see blood well up around... Alivander, and he's like, come at me, and he's gonna brace himself, get ready to strike whatever comes close. Aelin. Aelin, seeing um, this arrow just kind of clink off of this bug, she's gonna try to fly kind of around it, in a way, and she's gonna try to aim for wings, maybe. Okay. Eleven. That will not hit, as your arrow just plinks off of it. Its wings seem like beetle, like beetle wings. It's got the little carapace over the edges, and you clicked off the carapace. And then they're going to move. One's going to charge Ignan. One's going to charge Boyt. What's your AC, Boyt? 17, and he has disadvantage. He's going to miss you. The other one's going to, like, clasp down onto Ignan and dig its, its like, huge mandible-like pincer on the front of its face into her arm, and she's going to let out a little yelp. You just got your parts restored. All right, go. Uh, seeing Boyd's doing relatively well, Cole will draw his long sword, not even worry about the shields, run over to help Ignan. Mm-hmm. Take a swing at this thing. Two-handed. Ooh, he's bringing out the second hand. That's a, that's an eight. That's <laughs> gonna miss. <laughs> All right. Back to Boyd. Things in front of you, real nasty looking. Boyt's gonna, you know, unfurl on him. Uh, Naginata first. For a 21. That'll hit. For beautiful, beautiful 12 damage. Alright, the your uh, Naginata cuts into it, not quite as deep as you would expect, but still cuts into it nonetheless. And then he is going to unarmed strike, give it a good kick. With a 23. That'll That's hit. Nice. And max damage, seven damage. That seems to work really well. You kick this thing and it tumbles away, lands, floats back up into the air as its wings start to kick back off. And you see some pretty large cracks in this one. 
I've learned their weakness. Feet. All right. Uh, Ollivander is going to run up Ignin, like monk style, and do like a spinning chop down with the blunt end of his uh, spear. And he's going to be like, it's blunt. It's going to hit. I'm pretty sure my feet worked well. Seven damage. Okay. Aelin. Hearing this, she's going to put away her bow. And she's going to fly at this one that's on top of white. And she's going to um, try to grapple it. Make me an acrobatics or athletics check, whichever you prefer. You have to beat a 15. Ah, uh, 10. It kind of like shakes you off as the wing smacks you away from it a little bit. And it's going to turn its attention to you. And it's their turn. What's your AC, Aelin? 15. Okay. Uh, you're going to take four damage as it bites down onto you. Make me a constitution saving throw. 15. That'll save. Alright. The other one is going to continue to chomp down on uh, Ignan. And alright. Ignan starts like throwing up. Like stumbles, seems woozy. Somewhat falls to the ground. As this thing's head is now buried into her body. Kind of like a tick. Awful. I need you to go have your sisters back. He's already on the other side of the river with a bow and arrows. But he's gonna miss. <laughs> okay. Go. Uh, hearing what they said before, he'll, uh, sheath the longsword, pull out the shield, and... <laughs> it's not a good idea, but I'm gonna do a replay of what we did with the, uh, blood oozes and just try to smack this thing off. <laughs> I mean, it's a great idea. I, I love the idea of using shields as a weapon, man. It, it is so functional. It was a so good functional. idea maybe before it burrowed. Sam is very concerned. Ko is not. <laughs> but I think I'm going to just try to smack it off. <laughs> okay. Make me an attack. Uh, It's a 15 on the d20 without a bonus. Uh, That'll hit. Make me a strength or a um athletic check. You have to be a 13. 11. <laughs> you bludgeon this thing. Roll me a d4 for damage. Three. All right. You bash into it and you see cracks appear in its little carapace. Boit. You're up. How cracked exactly does this one in front of me appear? Pretty cracked. Boit's going to look at it and put the butt of his Naginata, the blunt part, the other end, straight through it. Make me an attack. 24. That is a natty... Oh, no, it's a 19. Okay. Oh, well. 24. Yeah. Roll me some damages. Six damage. You... Like, when you slam your uh, Naginata through it, it just cracks and blood guts go everywhere, including onto Aelin. Boyd looks at Aelin. I apologize, but I have very little time. And he runs to Ignan, and on his way running over here, does, like, a soccer kick to this one. Alright, make me an attack. That's in that one. I'm kicking Ignan, aren't I? Yes, you are. <laughs> Interception. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll a disadvantage. Uh, I, I, can, I can block some of the damage with my oh. shield. So you can, uh, I will allow you to take the hit if you wish. Sure. <laughs> Cool. Roll me your unarmed strike damage to Ko. It's it, it, it's five. All right, Ko. You take five damage with a foot to the shield. 
<laughs> Watch it there. I'm trying to hurry. Okay, you're gonna see Alavander, uh, Alavander, like push himself off with the with his little spear, twirl it around, and come cracking back down on this thing. And this time he hits it really hard. It starts to like crack and fracture all over as he kind of like lands on Aegon's shoulder, and he's like, hey, "You're not gonna like this next part, love." <laughs> so, Aelin, you're up. There's one attached to Ignan. Its head is completely burrowed into her shoulder. Uh, it's like a burrowing fly. I hate it. It's like a tick. <laughs> Guess what she's gonna do? She's gonna fly over <clears throat> here and uh, attempt to grapple again. Make me an acrobatics or athletics. Yep. We'll do acrobatics. Beat a 12. 15. You grab its wings and it like starts to like thrash around, like grabs onto her arm. But you you have it pretty well grappled. However, its head is still buried, so mm. do some more damage to Ignan here. She's gonna take another another chunk of damage, and she's gonna start throwing up onto the floor. Aelin's just going to like look at the others and it's like, I have it still. Come on. Co. Or actually, Orpho is gonna shoot it with a blunt arrow. He's going to do at least the two damage left to kill it. And the arrow's going to punch into the body, and the body's going to crack underneath you, Aelin. More bug guts get all over you. Yummy. And the body is going to detach from the head. The head stays buried. Ko, you see Elevander getting ready to cut her arm and take its head out. Is that really the best way? Yup. Otherwise, it's going to kill her. It, at least we didn't just get the arm back. Are you going to let uh him do it? Boy, yeah, Boyd's gonna get like a stick from nearby and put it in her mouth. She bites down, vomit like pouring out around the stick as she's biting down on it. Ko's gonna <laughs> let him do it, but if it starts looking bad, he'll probably reach over and pump some oil on hands. <laughs> okay, he's gonna cut into her pretty easily and like cut, like dig the spear in and just pry the head out. And it's gonna come out with like tendons and stuff attached to it. Pretty lifeless. And she's just going to scream into the uh, the stick. Aelin is going to do Cure Wounds on her. Yep. And six for healing. Take six damage. What? You take six damage. That's how our healing works. She seems a bit better, though. <laughs> I just... The astonishment in Aelin. What? Well, As before... you feel your life force drain out. I agree. Yeah, before, I guess it was just a surge of magic when she used it initially. You had that temporary hit points. You were overflowing with magic. Very true. Point taken. Points taken. <laughs> so, um, Aelin does, does seem uh, bloody and a little worn now. Yep. Alavander's going to put his hand on her shoulder, and you're going to watch the muscle, like, stitch itself back together and the skin close up, and he's just like, whew, that was rough. Pulls out a berry, starts eating it. Hey, Queen, you want some? <laughs> I'll take one. <laughs> what exactly were those things? Uh, those are bugs mutated by the void. And Orpho comes over and goes, those were disgusting. And what are they doing here? <sighs> I'm assuming they were drawn by your little pet dragon thing. The thing's just exuding magic, so... Hmm. Fantastic. We have a bug magnet. Uh, it'll be over soon, and about that time you hear cracking. Boyd rushes over. Gets on his hands and knees. And you see a, a little armored Penelos come out with, like, 
hardened scales and all four legs a bit like bigger and he seems a little bit bigger still not riding size but he's a little bigger look at you my friend and he's just like you've grown he's like you're so big my little friend oh oh um he's gonna glomp you (laughs) he pulled out the honeyed meat here here for for your exertions (laughs) <laughs> He's gonna eat the honeyed meat while glomping you, start licking you in the face, and uh, Ignan's like, "Thank you, little guy." Oh, I still feel sick. And he's like, "Yeah, that'll pass as long as you didn't get like a disease or anything." Her eyes go wide, and he's like, "I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Chill." But yes, please don't get a disease. And y'all kind of settle down after that whole exciting minute. Boyd's enjoying his time with uh, Penelos. Medium-sized Penelos now, getting out, getting bigger. And uh, that's where we're going to leave it for the day, ladies and gentlemen. I do so hope you enjoyed our session. Uh, join us next time for our little rendezvous at the Elven Village. <laughs> if we survive that long. If we survive that long. Hey, 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 this was an easy fight for you. Supposed to be. <laughs> so we're level seven. Negative. <laughs> Negative seven. <laughs> oh, yes. God. That's right. We're all we're all Oathbreaker Paladins now. <laughs> but yeah, please follow us on like Facebook and all that good stuff with Tales of Invendar, and check out some of our other stories if you haven't uh, heard them yet already. We've got Thieves Can't or Can They, and we have Triple Trouble. See you all guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.